Hopefully, this is the last time you hear this ad, because with Chime Checking Account, features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and getting paid up to two days early with direct deposit, you can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade to spend more time listening to your favorite podcasts, or at least grab yourself an extra morning latte this month. Join millions of Chime members who work on their financial progress with fee-free overdraft and no monthly fees. When you find new ways to save, you can reach your financial goals easier and still have the occasional treat. Take more control of your finances and say goodbye to monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com goals 24. That's chime.com goals 24. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com disclosures for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. certified financial planner and I'm here today with my guest Cassandra. Hi. Hi how's it going? Good thanks for joining. Absolutely. Did you know what a CFP was? Oh not until you said it just now. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm already learning. Yeah you're already learning. (laughs) Yes we're already learning. Um, So you're 25 and you live in the city. Yes. You live in Manhattan. Yes. And what do you do for work? Uh, I work in animal rights, so I work for a nonprofit. Um, we work to end factory farming, so we work oh, to protect fa- farmed animals. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, and how long have you been doing that? Just a month. Oh, yeah. Right. So I just moved to New York last month and started this job. Um, and I had worked in kind of some similar jobs in the past, but this is my first like full time. Full time. That's yeah, exciting. Kind of thing. It is. I'm very very excited about it. Super oh, happy very about cool. it. Cool. Mm-hmm. And how much are you making in that? Um, yeah, so it turns out there's not a lot of money in animal rights. <laughs> Total plot twist. Um, <laughs> um, so my base salary is 35000 okay. and they have a $3,000 cost of living adjustment every year. Okay, um, so okay. that's thirty eight. Yeah, That's good that you can give you the cost of living adjustment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's great. It's helpful. Um, and then how much, so how much are you paying in rent with that? Right. Um, yeah, so I just moved to the city. Um, I don't have... Like, I'm not tied down to any kind of lease agreement or anything okay. like that, which is nice. That's really um, nice. But I moved in with friends of friends, and it was just like a very easy situation. And my rent right now is $1,100. Oh, okay. That's yeah. good. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're taking home, what, about 1300 every two weeks? Exactly. Perfect. Okay, so 1100 is a good, a good number. Is it? Because yeah. I found a cheaper place, but I don't want to move there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh god. Uh, well, because if you if your money is coming in every two weeks, so you want one paycheck that would cover like your regular fixed expenses. So sure. like, that would be like yourself. If you pay your cell phone. Uh, no, I don't. Yeah, no one pays your cell phone. Thanks, what? mom. What does it mean? Hey, dad. <laughs> Hello, dad. Are you listening? No one pays their own cell phone bill. Exactly. I pay for my parents. Wow. I know. Oh my gosh. Dad, you're yeah. lucky. <laughs> You too, mom. Yeah. I know. Every I ask everybody, and everyone's like, oh, okay. 
Then there's me over here. I got right. everybody. Whole no, if I ever get kicked off of mine, I'm going it's, to your family. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you can have me. You can come over to the Gigi family place. It's my thing for everybody. Perfect. <laughs> so, yeah, you want one paycheck to cover your basic expenses. So, like, okay. rent, utilities, whatever. Gotcha. Whatever you would have. It. I would say, because in the city, you don't have a car or anything like that. So right. So, yeah. your fixed costs that you have, and then the other... The other paycheck then would be for everything else, like food and going okay. out and all that stuff. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I think you're around the ballpark. Okay. Um, so tell me a little bit. So you, you're 25, so this is your mm-hmm. first job working in animal rights, which is what you – is that what you want to do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm very passionate about it, and I feel very fortunate to be in a field that I care about so much. Um, so I definitely have had previous positions that paid me more, but – were like a little bit soul sucking. Soul sucking. <laughs> yeah, what are the best jobs for the rest of your life is soul sucking. No, lives? but this is truly the kind of job that I would do for free, and I was doing for free, and now I'm lucky enough to get paid. Yeah, paid that's for fantastic. It. So yeah, I'm definitely planning to stay in this field. Okay, cool. And so you went to school here in the city. Too? I did. Yeah, I went to NYU. Oh, very mm-hmm. nice. And yes. so tell me, you said that you graduated a year early to save some money. I did. I love that. I know. You're very resourceful. Um, yeah, I was like, I do not want to take out more debt to stay in school for another year. So I had a, a lot of credits from my time in high school. I just kind of tested out of a lot of credits. So oh, that's it worked great. out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a year. Highly is- recommend. <laughs> <laughs> that's a huge savings. Yeah, absolutely. And so do you have loans then from mm-hmm. school? I sure do. Yeah, I do. Um, I hate student loans. I just, oh, you listen to my we have that in common. Yeah, everyone hates student loans. I'm like a huge hater. Of they're terrible, loans. and it's it's I really hate the crazy too. Oh, they're the worst. So the ter- they're, they're making a killing. Seven point nine percent. It's I I think it should be illegal. Yes. I also think the people on the phone should have to give right information because oh, the whole, have you wrong information? I think they give wrong information. In yeah. my experience, they give wrong information. Yeah. And they don't help you. Right. So if my sister. Um, who is the lovely Natasha, if you listen to the podcast. She doesn't mind that I give up her name. <laughs> she was so annoyed when she called because she yeah. said, I just went through law school. I feel like uh, a fairly intelligent adult. Sure. And this was the most convoluted, complicated conversation I've ever had. Yeah. And I was like, yep, I agree. And I'm in the industry, and I still have a hard time talking to them. So I don't, I haven't had that experience because my approach has been to avoid. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they're I probably... Was, I was like, how do you have better? I've never met anybody who had a good experience. No, like they're the ones who reach out to me and I'm like giving them complicated answers. You're like ghosting on them. Like, I've ghosted my loans. Exactly. So yeah, I'm like, the, the less I know about it, the better has been my approach. But Okay, so we're going to dive into it today. Long term. Yeah. yeah. So we can figure it out. Okay, okay, so what do you have? Give me the rundown on the student loans. Okay, so I have one um, in my name that's like $17,700. Um, and then I have a second one. So that's a federal loan. Mm-hmm. And then I have a second one that was from NYU directly. Okay. That's about 7000 Okay. Uh, and then I also have one that my mom signed for, but that I'm also paying off, and she's not paying anything for that, and that's like another 17000 Okay, and that's in her name alone? In her name alone. Okay, and then your Fed loan, the 17000 is just in your name, or you have a co-signer? I kind of feel like she co-signed on that one. Okay, probably. Yeah. Okay. Um... Okay, so you have total, let's total this up here. Does it total this in your computer there? No. Okay. But I'll lay it without my handy-dandy calculator. Ooh, it's just on my iPhone. <laughs> I, do, I do have a pocket calculator. Wow. Um, so you have 42000 Okay. Now that I added it up on my handy-dandy calculator. So you have 40, about $42,000. So what do your payments look like? Ooh. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm currently in forbearance. Okay. Um, until, like, June. Okay. For both of those. And then for the $7,000 one directly from NYU, 
I'm gonna be honest with you. Okay. I kind of just stopped paying him with that one. Like maybe like six, maybe a year ago, maybe like six months ago. Is that why they call? No, they don't really call me. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, en- like not enough has happened to make me feel like, oh shit. That they're worried. About and it. it's a private loan, so like, I don't know if that's different. Yeah, no one's taking me to debtor's prison, basically. So, <laughs> so, the good, so the good news is there is no debtor's prison. <laughs> Thank goodness. In our country. Right. <laughs> um, but it can be bad for your credit. Yeah. That's the only Oh, thing. I don't know anything about that either. <laughs> so, so you do you know about your credit score? I don't know what it is. Okay. So I know that there is one. one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we're learning so many fun things today. Okay, so credit score is how companies determine whether or not they want to loan you money. Right. So there's a bunch of factors that go into it. So FICO is like the main one, and there's like other ones that do like something similar. But mm-hmm. So length of history, outstanding debt, mm-hmm. payments. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a few factors, which maybe I'll put something up that show you all the factors that go into it. But not paying definitely mm-hmm. dings you, so it makes your credit score go down. So then right. if you go to get an apartment, yeah. and they run your credit, it'll have, you'll have a lower mark. And so right. that means that you're not this credit worthy, and they don't want to lend to you. Sure. So long term, we want to... We don't want a ghost. Okay, we don't want a ghost. We don't want a ghost on these loans. We want to, like, figure them out. That sounds like sound advice. Yeah. (laughs) Good job so far. Yeah. I'm glad it's helping. (laughs) Okay, so so everything's in forbearance for the time being, and then Mm -hmm. NYU one we're just kind of avoiding at the moment. Um, Do you know what your payments are going to be? And you know they're charging you interest right now, I think. I do know that. Okay. All right, good. Yeah. Um, Yeah, my payments, the one that I pay off my mom's loan, I usually pay, like, $260 a month. Are you paying that one now, or that one's in? That one's also in forbearance until okay. June. Both of them are because because you weren't working, or you were in between. Yes, because okay. I yeah I just started this job, and so before that I was like I can't really be making these payments and moving and right, yeah, a job and everything. So I just put them in forbearance. Did you call, you didn't call them because you don't talk to them. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I talk to them. <laughs> they they make it easy to put things in forbearance. They really you do. Know why? Because they get more fucking interest for they it. Get more fucking interest. I can curse on the show. Oh right? yeah, we curse. Woo, let's do it. Yeah, I worked on a trading floor. Oh, there really you go. Bad, oh. bad habit of cursing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I put both of those in forbearance, and then the one that I usually pay, I think I just pay like one eighty a month. Okay. So it's like one eighty plus like two sixty plus whatever I should be paying for the third one. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been doing. But that one's quarterly. That one they would just charge me four times a year. And I think that's why I made, made it easier to okay. ghost on them. Okay. Because it wasn't like a monthly ghost. It wasn't a monthly ghost. <laughs> four times a year. It's a quarterly ghost, which is much better than a monthly or daily ghost. Yes. Yes. Exactly. I agree. Quarterly In terms ghost. of ghosting, it's much better. <laughs> um, okay. So you have well, probably about $500 a month that you have to pay in loans. Yes. Give or take. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's a good chunk. Yeah, it's way too much. It's way, yeah, it's right. a lot. Because we were just talking about how much your rent was. Yeah. And so your rent, the 1100 is fine, but then if we add in your loan payments of 500 that gets you to 16 for loans, and then that puts you a little bit over the one every two weeks. Right. Okay, right, because you want just one paycheck to pay all that crap. Yes. The basics, like basics. shelter and the ghosting, not, not <laughs> right. ghosting on the loan company. <laughs> exactly. Um, so have you looked, because they're federal, right? Mm-hmm. Have you looked at the income days for repayment programs? No. Okay. I would like to ask you about that. Okay. So with with a nonprofit, I don't think you'll qualify for public service because it's a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. So you can do the regular income based repayment. My only concern with the income based repayment programs, mm-hmm. they haven't been around that long. And okay. so it's a tr- I'm pr- pretty sure, and we can double check this so I'm not wrong on the podcast, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's a... 20-year loan forgiveness. 
Okay. Yeah. It's 20, it's 20 years, and it'll do a percentage of your income. So your loan payment will be less. The issue with that is when the loans are forgiven, it's treated as income in the year it's forgiven. You get a big tax bill. Okay. So, yeah. I know, it doesn't make any sense. Why would you do that, right? So let's say now your loans grow, and we have this compounding interest effect happening, and then when they go to forgive your loan in the future, now they're forgiving a substantial amount of money because we've only been paying very little, not even the interest probably is what your amount would be. Let's say they, based on your income, maybe they have you pay, I don't know, $3,350, and mm-hmm. you pay that for 20 years, and then it's all forgiven. But when they forgive that amount, they're going to treat that as if you got a check for that amount. I see, and they're going to tax me on it. Yeah, so let's just say they forgive $250,000. Uh-huh. You get a tax bill on $250,000. Uh-huh. So we'll just run some quick math here. So if they forgive $250,000, yeah. and you get taxed at 20%, that's a $50,000 tax bill which is more than what you owe currently. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. I know. Yeah. So here's the thing. I have okay. some people that are really scared about the income-based repayment, that they're not going to change the, the tax law, because mm-hmm. the issue is they came up with a program and they didn't adjust our internal revenue code. Okay. So the internal revenue code states that if debt is forgiven, it's treated as income in the year forgiven, mm-hmm. which causes this huge tax problem with tax bill, right? Sure. So I'm going to have to take a look. Your loans are going to be a little complicated. So okay. I think you should look at the income-based repayment program. I'm happy to sit down with you and kind of go through it and try okay. to figure out what is your best option. Because what you want to – the way I like to do it, mm-hmm. there's no right or wrong, is let's figure out how much your income-based repayment plan would be, how much are you actually going to spend over the next 20 years, and then what is the um, – because I can run the numbers, but what do we think the anticipated tax bill will be, be right. versus what if we just pay 500 a month I don't know whether or not they're going to change the tax law in the future, so mm-hmm. we just kind of want to crunch the numbers and see what's really in your best interest. Um, I know that there is nothing right now for the tax code to be adjusted. Like, I don't, there's nothing pending. Right. Um, I do, I do know that there are two politicians that are aware of this problem, and they've introduced a bill, from what I can tell, um, and one of the reps is actually from Florida, and that's where you're from. Yes. Yeah, so I can give you his contact information, and you can maybe try and follow up with his office and see. Yeah. Um, and just say that you're something that's concerning you. Sure. But I, I hope that they, they do something to adjust it, because I think that if they give you this program, then that's something that needs to be addressed. Right. But we can run the numbers. Okay. That'd so be I, can, great. I can help you run the numbers on that. But yeah, I would look, I would definitely look at the income-based repayment program and then versus can you afford to make the other payments, and what are those options? Sure. Because even if you can't afford to make the payment, you might as well do the income base, and then just say, like, let's hope they change. Yeah. Because you're not going to be the only person with this problem. Sure. <laughs> there there are not. 44 million people with student loan debt. Yeah, that's it's crazy. It's a huge issue. Mm-hmm. So there are going to be plenty of people that are on this income-based repayment program, so it's not going to be, like, just you being just like, me. hey, IRS, <laughs> like, please don't tax me. It's going to be like you would, like, Probably, like, I don't know how many people, but at least I would imagine out of the 44, I would imagine a million are in the income-based repayment. There's, like, a large number of people that are going to be doing this. So, yeah. yeah. So, we'll see. But okay. something to definitely look into. Yes. And it's a process to get into it. Right. Right. You have to follow all the steps. Yes. It's important to know what the steps are and then to make sure you do them. Because mm-hmm. I met with another girl recently, and she, like, missed a step. You don't want to miss a step. Oh, okay. She's like, anything else in life? Don't like, ghost. Yeah. <laughs> don't <laughs> ghost on a step. You don't, you don't want to miss a step. <laughs> right. It's not good. Gotcha. Okay. But, yeah, I would definitely do that. Okay. So that's actually not too bad for NYU forty two thousand. Yeah, it could be worse. Yeah, it could be worse. You had you had other loans. It, it was worse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it could be, and it was. Um, yeah, this is something interesting. I didn't... Yes. So basically, what had happened was my father um, had signed for like two years of loans of mine okay. from NYU. 
Um, but he was one of the last cases of polio in the United States, and because of that, he was left, like, permanently disabled in his left arm. Uh, and so it turns out there is a discharge, like, program for people who are permanently and totally disabled uh, through the federal government. So he was able to get those loans forgiven after, like, a three-year monitoring period. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You're the first person I've ever met. (laughs) Yeah. um, I mean, sorry about the polio. (laughs) terrible about the polio. Yeah. But amazing. Just just enough to get out of the loans. Just enough polio to get out of the loans. (laughs) Precisely. So, yeah, he took one for the team. Yeah, thanks, Dad. Yeah, he's okay, and the loans are gone, so it's it's looking up. <laughs> I you're literally the first person I met. Yeah, yeah, it was. We didn't know about it either. So did he? How did he find out? Oh, actually, the story of how we found out was so crazy. I um, called to see if I could get a forbearance or a deferment on something when I had first graduated and just hated working and didn't want to be paying it. Uh, and the guy that I spoke to who worked there, he was in a wheelchair. And that was the reason that he knew about it. Oh. And so he was like, I ha- I even remember his name. His name was Shiloh. Shout out Shiloh. He was like, I'm in a wheelchair and I can tell you, like, there's this program. I don't know if you've heard of it. And we were, like, so enthused about it. And it totally worked out. Wait, did he work for the student loan company? Yeah, he was the guy. Oh, my God. So then I might have to recant my statement that they're not helpful. Oh, yeah. Shiloh. Yeah, so he, he came, came through. Came yeah. Through. That's impressive. I know. But oh. it was, yeah, it was very serendipitous that that worked out. Yeah. So, so you don't have another 50000 That's fantastic. I know. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Mm. Um, all right. So we got we got your rent. Mm-hmm. We got your income. Mm-hmm. We have some student loans we need to handle, but they're in forbearance. Mm-hmm. It's just too bad they're tacking on that interest while you're doing it. Yeah, it's a shame. We should, shame. we should probably try and figure out what your loan payment is now to see maybe maybe you should pay a little bit of, depending on what you do, maybe pay a little of interest. Oh. I know. That Wait, like pay, pay more pay, per month? Yeah, because pay, because oh. what are you paying right now? Like per loan? Yeah. Probably like 500 total, like across the loans. Okay. Not including the one I'm ghosting. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't sure if you're making any payments right now. Oh, no, I'm not. Because I'm for bears. Oh, oh, until June. June. Oh, yeah. you're right, you're right. I'm not paying anything. Oh, yeah. you want me to start paying now? Maybe. Oh, I see what you're saying. Debbie Downer over here. Yeah. Oh. Like, <laughs> Things were going so well. <laughs> I'm out of here. Maybe we'll have to look and see what the interest is. But if you're oh, not going to do the, if you're not going to do the income based repayment, then maybe you pay some of the interest. I see now, what you're saying. saying. I do. I know. My sister. My sister didn't listen to this when I told her. Oh. And she's like. I don't have to do anything until December. I'm like, well, they're going to charge you interest. And then she finally right. looked at it in December. She's like, they have been charging me interest. And wow. they told me I didn't have a payment. If only someone had warned her. No, <laughs> I was like, too bad someone didn't warn you about that. So I have a question about okay. strategizing okay. about student loans. Like, if I were to hypothetically come into a chunk of cash mm-hmm. in life, would, like, the smartest thing to do be pay off these loans? I would say so. Okay. Yeah. Just because they're so hard to get out from under. Okay. They're so hard to get rid of. Yeah. I literally, like, it's, they're very they're few, horrible. Yeah, they're horrible. They're yeah. very few cases. And they charge so much. Like, what are your interest rates? 7.9%. That's insane. Yeah, So on one of my other podcasts, I talk about the, the impact of compounding of interest, which is something you want to work t- for you, not sure. against you. So with 7.2% interest mm-hmm. compounding, your money doubles every 10 years. Wow. So think about that with debt. Loans, yeah. It do- Your loans, if you don't do anything, will double every 10 years. That's frightening. That's horrible. It's, like, the scariest thing... I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm terrified. <laughs> we have Prosecco. Oh, cool. <laughs> Thank goodness. But I have to give you, like, hard things, like, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> here's, a, here's a cocktail. Right. Um, yeah, so the, in- the interest is, like, the scary part of the loan. So if you were to come into, do you think you're coming into a chunk of money? 
Um, Did you see, like, a psychic and they said, like, <laughs> I'm really into psychics lately. Are you? Yeah. I- I'm kind of into it, too. I, I did see a good one once. She didn't mention anything about a chunk of cash, though. Um, okay. No, it's, like, if I were to get some, like, family inheritance. This is so sad. I keep playing off of my family's misfortunes. <laughs> well, my grandmother's older. <laughs> you need the family plan for the cell phone. I know. I'm here for you. I'm on the family plan. My dad's polio helped out. I know my grandma's pretty old. So oh. I'm thinking, like, if I were to get some inheritance from that. Um, oh, and that's, and that's actually, to be honest, I yeah. do. So my day-to-day with, with my regular day job, I actually meet with, I don't want to say older people because they might listen, but, like, people that are in retirement or nearing retirement, so like sure. 50s and 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. And so that's a real thing we talk about is inheritance. Because right. it is something that happens all the time and you want to plan for it. Yeah. Because it changes the whole trajectory. If you know that you're inheriting a house, right, then we need to change your plan a little bit. Exactly. But yeah, if you think you're going to get money, I would absolutely... Because do you have any other debt besides student loans? No, student loans is it. That's it. Okay. Yeah, I never have gotten a credit card or anything because I know myself. <laughs> And I'm just trying to dig myself out of that hole before I get in there. Yeah, let's so. we'll, we'll get. I like that idea. Yeah. So if you were going to get money from your grandmother, I would say the first thing I would do is get rid of the student loans. Yeah. Okay. Just because they're going to grow. Here's a question. Okay. If this makes sense. If I could, like, convince, because I was going to say to my mom, mom, pay off this loan, and then I'll be indebted to you, mm-hmm. but I'll just pay off, like, 2% interest. That makes a lot of financial sense, right? Yes. Okay. Um, mom. <laughs> Are you listening? <laughs> so I agree yeah. with uh, Cassandra here that you should give her a loan for 2%. I've, okay. I've done that before. I actually really? with my mom. So when I started my business, uh-huh. I needed a little more cash because it's crazy. Employees like to get their paychecks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. It was like, funny thing, I'm out of money and crazy. So nobody would loan me any money because the business had no money. Sure. So it's like when you need the loan, you can't get the loan yeah. kind of thing. So I went to my mom. And I was like, Mom, what's the bank paying you? Mm-hmm. She's like, nothing. The bank mm-hmm. doesn't pay me anything. Mm-hmm. It costs me more to drive to the bank than they pay me. <laughs> I was like, well, I have a great idea. Why don't you give me the money, mm-hmm. which is with your payroll, and I'll give you, um, I offered her 4%. Oh, very generous of you. I know. I really needed the money. Okay. And I knew that she did not want to part with the money. I see. So I kind of upped it. Yeah. But so I, you know, but to be honest, mm-hmm. I was like a little desperate to get the payroll done. Mm-hmm. Start at two. Mm-hmm. You could always go up to three. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'll negotiate. Yeah, negotiate with your mom. Tough negotiator with my mom. <laughs> you would be able, so I think here, I think the decision would be like, first let's figure out what the income-based repayment plan looks like for yes. you, right? Yes. And then you could then sit down maybe with your mom and be like, here are my options. Or the other thing we could do is I could just pay you, you know, maybe if it makes sense for her to pay that off and you just pay her at 2% because it would save you a bundle. Right. And you'd get it paid off much faster. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Yeah, I like that. And then if any, if you get anything from your grandmother. Yeah. Strategy. Strategy. No, it's a whole family. family. It takes a village. It takes a village. We get the whole family as well. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But yeah, I would definitely like to see you get rid of the loans. And you'll just feel better because think about how you get $500 more a month. Yeah. It's it's a lot. It's stifling. It's not. Yeah, it's it's not not fun. And it's like such a process to pay them off. Like, so even Mm. if you get income-based repayment from your paper, I think it's 20 years. Right. Long. You'll be 45. Oh, yeah. I don't That's like commitment. Yeah, like... I don't either. I said, what are your leases? Right, yeah. <laughs> so I actually have a mortgage now. Oh, look at you. I know. It was hard to sign it. Yeah. It was a 25-year, which is weird because it's normally 15 or 30. Uh-huh. I had to do a commercial. So commercial works differently. I see. But yeah, it's, it, yeah, this whole commitment thing. So yeah, IVR mm-hmm. and commitment repayment is a big commitment. Oh, yeah. Well. So yeah, we'll play with those numbers. But yeah, I think if anything happens, I would, I would get rid of that. 
Now, do they have a savings plan at work? Like a retirement savings? Um, they don't match anything. Okay. But they just started. Okay. They just started a four hundred one k. Oh, they did. Great. They did. What are you looking at? Like I don't know anything crazy. about it. No. Okay. No, no, <laughs> I'm crazy. I don't know anything about four hundred one ks. Oh. Okay. And this brings me to my next question. Sure. I had a I job. I love that you have so many questions. <laughs> I'm completely clueless, so it's they're no, just gonna not. keep coming. Um, I had a job once. Like after I left NYU here, that I had from the city. Okay. And they match. Oh wow, that's okay. But then I quit. I didn't work there for very long, but like I definitely paid in like at least a grand or something like that, okay. or like two grand. So the, the where money? is it? <laughs> like I've never seen it or heard from it again. I've never talked to them again. Like where's it this money? You. This our episode is about ghosting. When money goes to you. Exactly. I'm like so I miss you. Come back. back. Let's work on it. Right. I'm more open minded now. I'm gonna listen, communicate, do all the things I'm supposed to do. Yeah. So that's still your money. The money you put in is your money. Okay. So you have to find it. Okay. <laughs> do you have it's any like emails? a scavenger hunt? Yeah. So do you have any emails from like so usually like Fidel maybe Fidelity or Vanguard? <laughs> there was a big company that they they set the four hundred one k up with. I have no idea. Okay. So I we can we have a scavenger hunt. Okay. The, the great thing is when you find it, you find money. Yeah. <laughs> great. So the only thing is, if you didn't work there that long and they gave you money, they probably took that money back. Oh, wow. I know, that's a bit of a bummer. Yeah. Here's another gossip for a second. Oh, boy. <laughs> Something stronger, maybe. <laughs> so what happens with 401ks is if they give you money, they have this thing called a vesting schedule. Okay. So that means that if they're going to give you money, that they want you to work there for so many years. Yes. So it's possible that you automatically vest it, which means you automatically got to keep their money, but it is also possible that because you weren't there that long, that uh-huh. they took the money back. Okay. So when you get the account, when you find it, whatever you put in out of your paycheck is always your money. Okay. So you have that account somewhere, and you should definitely find it, because you want to make sure... Right. And then when I find it, can I have it? You don't want to take it out. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. You find it, and it's for your future. You found your future money. This is exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So you want it, you don't want to touch it. I don't like people ever touching their retirement accounts unless there's, like, a huge emergency. It should never be money you touch. It's for your future. Okay. And there's a penalty if you take it out if you're under 59 and a half, and taxes. Okay. So the government takes a huge bite. So it's better just to leave it in there. Okay. Yeah. So when you find it, it's for your future. Yeah. Yeah. Down yeah. the road. Just so I know it's there. Yeah. But you want to know where it is. Right. Like who has it. Right. How you get to it. What's it invested in? All of that Oh, okay. So, yeah. What? Oh, it's invested in something, right? We hope. I mean, what if we find it and there's like a million dollars in there? It is. What if I've gotten some crazy return on investment? If you got, if you find it and yeah. that thousand has turned into a million, please call. <laughs> And you said to your family, I'm going to send my own podcast. Yeah. yeah. I want to go, I want to take you to Columbia. Yeah. Let's go on vacation. Okay, great. Yeah. And then Let's I want to just it. know what it was in to do that. Sure. Yeah. So just call me up if that happens. Okay. We can make a lot of money that way. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you could predict the stock market or you can take a thousand and make it a million, like we, we have a whole other podcast. I'm a that. pro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so break that down. You want to find that. Okay. I would just look for like maybe they sent you an email or mail. Just maybe. Do you? Well, I have the contact around, information. Right? Yes, but I have the contact information of the people who work there. Yeah, so call HR. Sure. I say, where is the 401k? Like, who do I contact? Okay, gotcha. And then they're going to ask you what your social is and your date of birth. And when you okay. call that, the HR will give you the company's name. Like, it's probably a big company like JP Morgan or yeah. Fidelity or Vanguard. You'll call and say, hey, I have a 401k. How do I get to it? I see. And they'll ask you all these security questions. Okay. And then you'll create a login and you can see it. I see. And you're like, oh, friend. Oh, great. I found you. Yay. And yeah. you're big now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that's perfect. So the 401k is a new job, though, so no match. 
So they're not going to put money? No match yet. Okay. But I feel like they might be working on it for the future, but right now, no. Okay, are you going to get in it? Yeah. I'm, well, I don't know. Okay. Okay, because here's the thing. Okay. It seems like I'm already, like, between my student loans and, like, living in an extremely expensive city. Uh, like, I don't know how much of a priority to make certain things. I also, like, I have a certain lifestyle. I'm accustomed to that, I'm going to be honest, is not in line with this nonprofit balling on a budget that I'm doing here, you know? So it's, like, it's hard. These are pills that balance. I have to swallow. Yes, yeah. absolutely. It's a hard balance. Yeah. So here's, okay, so can I show you a little diagram? Because I think the diagram worked really well in my last podcast. Please. Or one of the podcasts. Okay. So the key to be, to saving money for retirement is if you're here at 25, mm-hmm. right? And then we go to 35, which is, I'm close to that number, which is scary. Uh, and then we go to 45, mm-hmm. 55, and then 65. Mm-hmm. So if your money makes that 7.2%, it doubles every time from here to here to here. So every 10 years you double. Mm-hmm. So if you start saving now at 25 to 35, you mm-hmm. have an extra double. Mm-hmm. And I'll show you the difference. So we'll just use round numbers so you can see the, the effect. So we'll just say this is 100000 that mm-hmm. you get saved. So then now at 25, then it becomes at 35, you get to 200000 mm-hmm. Then you get to four hundred. Then we get to 800 and then here's the key. Then you get to 1.6. Mm-hmm. So you see if you miss one of these doubles, mm-hmm. you don't get to this awesome number out here. I see. The future richness. Right. Future rich. Yeah, future rich. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to just get in the game. So okay. Even though you have a lot on your plate, like even if you go and do, even if you put $100 a month in, so $50 a paycheck, because sure. $50 a paycheck into your 401k, you'll actually only miss probably 35 Okay. So it's not going to feel as terrible. It's still $35. Yeah. But 50 yeah. goes in the 401k, and it gets you in the game so that you can get an extra double. Okay. That's the way you want to look at it. Okay. Like, okay, okay. to boil it real down simply, sure. the key is getting in and saving early. Yes. It doesn't have to be a huge amount of money. It's just that you're starting this compounding of interest effect for you. I see. Because if you, if you stop and wait till you're 35, you see that big difference between those two numbers? I do. Yeah, I want, to be, I want to be future rich. Yeah. It's almost as good as current rich. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Not quite. Not quite. But, but hey, it's between like it's something. current rich and future rich and no rich, like I'll take future rich. Yeah, right? absolutely. Okay. So yeah, I would do like, even if you do 50 bucks, try 50 bucks a pay period. Okay. And then you're in. And then if you get a raise or something, then you can, sure. the way I always like to say with the raises is you can take some of it for today and some of it for tomorrow. Yeah. So you can split the raise. So let's say they give you a 2% raise and mm-hmm. 1% more goes in the 401k and 1% in the pay like in your regular pay. Okay. That makes sense? It does. It get, and it gives you the habit. Right. And then if you get an inheritance and you don't mm-hmm. have to pay for the loan payments, then you could put more in the 401k. Right. So do you have any other questions? Um, no, I mean, I just have, like, general questions. Okay. I think, okay, like, investing is something mm-hmm. that, like, I think I'd be interested in, even though I'm, like, totally clueless. But I think it'd be fun. Um, but I, I'm thinking now it makes a lot more sense if I have a loan occurring at, like, 7.9%. If I had any money, I should pay that loan off because what kind of investment am I getting? That's like Good I'd point. have to have an investment that's getting way more than seven point nine percent. Got it. Okay, you got it. Okay, okay, that makes yeah. sense. And so pay off my loan and then I can invest. Or can well, I invest in stuff now? Well, you're investing. This, this is investing. This is investing. What is it invested? Well, so you have to pick it inside your plan. They're going to know give, what to choose. They're going to give you a menu. That's okay. what I like to call it. Fun. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to give you a menu and tell you what all your choices are. And they're going to have already vetted everything, and they'll tell you what all your options are, what you can invest in. And there's going to be mutual funds in there, usually. And yeah. what they're going to be, they're going to go from a 
aggressive to conservative. And so aggressive is where you make the most money, but you have the most risk. So it's going to go, if it has potential to go up really high, it also has potential to go down. And then all the way at the bottom is going to be the most conservative. Does that mean I can lose the money that mm-hmm. I put in my 401k? Yes. At any point? Well, not lose it. Like, the mar- market has never gone to zero. Not to say that historical right. is any indicator of future. Yeah. But yes, it'll go up and down. That's investing. Okay. And the more risk, like anything else, the yeah. more potential reward. Okay. But that means... Do you think I should do aggressive? I think because you're 25 and this is how long we're going to keep the money for future rich, mm-hmm. right? So 65. Yeah. I would be more aggressive. Okay. So when you look at... It'll actually tell you that would be your stock stuff. So it'll, it'll give you a menu and they normally go in order. Okay. So you want to take a look. But that is investing. So yeah. that's what I would do. I would invest in your retirement. Okay. I would get in your 401k. What about... Like, I always hear of, like, cool companies mm-hmm. that I'm like, oh, I want to, like, invest in that. Like what? Like what um, so I'm really into clean meat. I think okay. it's like the future. I think it's really cool that people are like growing animal products in labs. Um, and I just happen to know a lot about animal I don't agriculture. Know very much about it at all. Okay. <laughs> I just happen to know a lot about like our current industrial, um, like animal agriculture system. Okay. It's extremely inefficient. It's terrible for the environment. We can't feed 7 billion people. We certainly can't feed a projected 10 billion people right. on animal products. Um, so there's like certain companies coming mostly out of like Silicon Valley that have funding from like, you know, Bill Gates and like Richard Branson and all these other big names who have said like, we will no longer use animals for farming, um, which is really exciting. And so I always hear about companies like that and I just see like so much growth potential. So there's probably a a few sites. They're not publicly traded. No, not yet. Yeah. And so when you're in a mutual fund, there's all publicly traded. Yes. So you'd have to like, I'm sure there's like some app where you can get in mm. early with startup companies. I see. Because they're still not in the marketplace, right? On the stock market. So that's where you can go easily and, and participate. Yeah. So I would probably look for an app for that. But I would say the key is to first get you some of the like more basic boring things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we can focus on the future rich. <laughs> right, future rich. Future rich. Yeah. So I would say like maybe if you got an inheritance and got rid of your loans and had like a little extra bucket of money yeah. to play with, then that you could do for fun. Okay. Because I like I like the idea right? too. Yeah. I, I'm trying to get creative. Yeah. You know. I like it. Fair but ideas. I, I would do the the, bore, <laughs> the boring is good too because it'll get you there long term. Yes. Okay. I know. I it's agree. Like, sorry, not exciting. No, that's okay. Topic. But so. Overall, I would say the key is, and I can help you do this, is figure mm-hmm. out whether you're good to do income-based repayment and see what that might look like in terms of the tax ramification. Okay. Um, and then maybe talk to your mom. Okay. And see what she says if she wants a 2% loan. Okay. Starter at 2. Starter at 2? My starter at 1. Yeah. I mean, you gotta you gotta lowball it. Yeah, lowballer. <laughs> and then you'll be happy if you get to 2. I like it. You know, yeah. You know how this goes. <laughs> I Absolutely. Like oh, you know, I always like to ask what your big, biggest stressor with money is, and I didn't ask you that. Oh, just it, one? <laughs> no, I say my biggest stressor is I don't feel like I'm in a career where, like, I make a lot of money, mm-hmm. which is okay, but I have to live in a very expensive city. And so after you take out rent and after you take out my student loans, which is probably my biggest stressor. Is it loans? Um, yeah. Then after you take all those things, there's just not that much left. Right enough to like save or invest or you know no because it is an expensive city for it me. is it's very expensive well once if we can tackle the loans that will be helpful i think yeah so that's think probably the biggest thing your next call is to your mom <laughs> hi mom hi mom <laughs> how do you feel about making one percent <laughs> it's gonna $17, be seventeen thousand dollars it's gonna be great <laughs> exactly. well i hope this helps and i can definitely sit it down 
and go over the walls with you a little bit more in depth. Yeah, it really does. Podcast. Cool. Yeah. Thank well, you. Well, thank you so much for joining. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So uh, some of the things we talked about, especially the student loans, are I cover in my class online, which you can find at www.planancial.com. Mm-hmm. And I go over the whole strategy of how you can do principal payments on that. So that's something that you and I can talk about. Oh, offline. that's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, you should check out the class. Yeah, absolutely. And so should the listeners. If yeah. you want to learn more about your student loans and how you can get rid of them, because ghosting, unfortunately, <laughs> is not the best. It's not a long-term strategy, Not a long-term is strategy, it? no. It's a short-term, short-term play. Right. Yeah. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments. Get started at Chime.com build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Results may vary. See Chime.com for details. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.